Since flip phones, I was trying to slide. Go bananas, trying to be the apple of your eye. Real shit, baby. Got me stressed on vacation. No escaping. Play. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 77 of the My Parents Office podcast. We are only three, three, three more episodes till we hit 80, 23 till we hit 100. So we're cranking right now. My name is Andrew Diaz, and I am your host. I am joined by my co host and producer, Brett Castle via zoom on this beautiful uh sunday afternoon brett what's going on what's going on andrew it's been good it's finally beautiful almost every day no more for actually it, was, it did rain today for a little bit a little bit it wasn't too bad though it cooled it off which was nice it did um so yeah last night uh went up to boston phoenix uh guest of the show friend of the show two-time friend of the show had a his first live performance so that was pretty cool to see that but the today we his car broke down before we got out of boston um he hit a pothole last night and it hit so bad he started leaking transmission fuel oh my god um yeah it was not good we ended up pulling off in a parking lot in austin and waiting there his dad came and picked us up Triple uh, A is a had to tow the car to a shop near his house in Ellington, so we uh, and it was hot too. So we were literally just sitting out in the car with the AC on and stuff. But it, it was a brutal morning. But we're here. We made the best of the day. But uh, I, yeah. But other than that, the show was good last night. Phoenix uh, looked good on stage. Um, but like not a lot of crowd because he was the opening guy, like the very first one. So people were still kind of getting in, which is tough when you're trying to bring energy and feed off the crowd and there's not a lot of people there. Uh, but he did good with what he had. So it, it was definitely cool to see. It's kind of cool that this show from the very beginning has been following his his uh, dreams, I guess. So yeah, first episode. Um, what's, didn't, wasn't a single dropping around the same time as episode one? He had just dropped Watch Hill, I think. And that was, yeah. So, like, very early Phoenix up until you just saw him perform yesterday. Yep. Assuming that was his first performance through all of COVID, correct? His first ever. First ever. Yeah. So, regardless, it's just experience. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, through little stuff through the YouTube, we'll be following him through his journey. Definitely. Um, so, and Friday night we got, we got together, had the, tr- the triple screens going. I want to talk Bryce Meredith a little bit. Uh, talk about his Money. fight. Um, yeah. LFA, his, his very first fight in LFA. Uh, and also Darian Caldwell. I want to talk about that fight too. And Cyborg. Yeah. Um, and then you didn't watch cause you're a Phoenix, but the Cody Carbrandt Rob fight last night. I anticipated it to be a better fight, but it was very one-sided um, with Rob Font coming out on top. Uh, for the B-Money fight, not even just his first fight with LFA, it was his first fight. Right, right. I, I thought it would be really cool to – I I was hoping you would get a finish, but if it went the distance, I was hoping to have like a side-by-side comparison between like number of strikes and all that between him and Richie. Yeah. 
kind of cool with like the two debuts, how they like lined up against each other and how they like who striked more, who had more takedowns. I thought that'd be kind of cool, but that didn't happen. He got the finish first round TKO. It was cool to see him both on the main card. It was cool to see him in the first fight. It'd be, I don't, there were no fans, right? South Dakota isn't open yet. Um, I think it might've been limited capacity. Yeah. I might've been doing what like <laughs> all promotions do. They have like, they don't sell individual tickets. They sell tables. Yep. Oh, like if we went to CFFC in Philly, it's like a hundred dollars for people, like a table. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming maybe they did something like that if they had fans, but if they, let's just say they had fans and him, his first fight, that was a great fight to like get the fans going good energy. Um, if there's somebody to have a face of promotion, it is him. Amazing backstory. Yeah. Good wrestler. Good. Weird to say good physique. Like he's a good, like poster boy. Mm-hmm. He looked good. He looked a little wild when he came out at first. Um, he was kind of swinging for the fences. Well, when you're a wrestler and you're starting off striking, you're not in your um, domain. So it's got to come right. up. Yeah. You're not, obviously you could do as best as you can with pads. Pads aren't hitting you back. Like, I'm assuming, I know he's practiced with Sean O'Malley, and he's probably done sparring multiple times at this point. But when you're in, like, your first fight and you're standing against a guy that you've never, you ever, he, I'm assuming he's never had to throw, like, a punch in a fight. Yeah, that's good point. I could be wrong. But um, I'm happy he got it to the ground as soon as possible, and he finished, and he did the job. Definitely, yeah. It was a long card, also. Yeah, he looked good though. I mean, like, like I said, he came out. It's he seemed wild, but like it really only took him, I think it, less than a minute to kind of settle in and stop throwing these wild haymakers. He was able to settle in. His striking looked a lot better, and once he was able to kind of control and do what he wanted to do during the fight, it was over. And it, it was a really good debut for him, for LFA, and for the fans to see him. Uh, Get get his uh, pop his uh, fight his uh, MMA cherry. Yeah, and it's also it's not like he was fighting a guy who was also making his debut. I believe that dude had eleven fights under his belt. I think, it was, I think ten. Yeah, ten or eleven. He had. Yeah, so it's not like he was fighting a newbie. He had a guy. He was fighting a guy that had experience. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they just put him against some scrub. Like, right. No, it was cool to see. It was good for the wrestling community as well. Then. Uh, Darian called seen, what? Sorry, uh, for fighters making or wrestlers making debuts that really aren't in their wheelhouse. Uh, Pat Downey will be in a jujitsu tournament very soon. Really? I think the winner makes about twenty thousand. Pat Downey's a bum. I love he's he's cool, but he's a he's <clears throat> he is a bum, dude. I think he'll do good. Only if it depends if he can utilize his wrestling like Nicky Rod he was a wrestler when he yep. over into jiu-jitsu he did very well like almost off the bat yeah I don't know how I feel about Downey doing it but we'll see I mean it, you never know how it'll go we'll see you might Especially, punch someone he's a wild card too that's that's where you get worried is what his what will his instincts be if he finds himself down or something like that's really what it comes down to with a guy like punch a someone <laughs> he's gonna throw a strike well that's what I'm trying to get at like that's that's the issue is he needs to kind of control his emotions when he's fighting, which yeah, he's no, not I, I great at doing. Yeah. He doesn't need to fight. Like, well, I can't really picture him being a, a suit on wall street, but 
respects the fight game. I think he'll do very well. Um, Caldwell loses. Darian Caldwell, Caldwell loses, loses in uh, in decision, which I, I think both of I think you and I both disagreed with. Um, after seeing the, we were talking a lot of it after watching the replays that they showed. He did. He definitely dominated the wrestling. Of course, he held him down. Didn't really cause too much damage. Right. Um, the other guy did get a lot. Of, did get a lot of strikes, and visually, you can see the damage was created with the other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's sad. He's another guy like Ed Ruth, who you would really think like the guys transitioning over into MMA would do a lot better than they're doing. Ed Ruth pretty much practically retiring already, and Ed Ruber and uh, Caldwell losing two out of his last seven, or yeah. winning two out of his last seven. Like it's 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 crazy too because Ed Ruth is still ranked. Like they showed the rankings after they fought, and I even said that to you. I'm like, is Ed Ruth still fighting? And you were like, well, you know, not really. But uh, they're and, both and, relatively still young. Like some guys make their make their prime and their peak like mid to late thirties. Like there's no reason to give up at like I don't know. I think especially Caldwell, he's re, he's still readjusting back into that 135 category. Mm-hmm. I think fine it's not like he got beat up he got no he he didn't he and like you said he dominated the second when he was able the only thing that hurt him in the second was he didn't like you said didn't cause a lot of damage to the guy when he was able to hold him down and while he was holding the guy down the guy was able to get a few punches in on him um like he was like small jabs and he was doing just enough exactly that's what sometimes the refs look at yes the Darion was on top, but he wasn't busy whatsoever. He was being a human. Right. Yeah. Um, we were also watching Invicta with one champion retaining, another champion being crowned. Yep. Uh, I love Invicta, and I respect it. I love how you can have a promotion that's all women with UFC. Has been, UFC was the last promotion pretty much to include women. But even promotions like that, it's like a few fights sprinkled throughout. It's mm-hmm. cool able to get the experience that they need i love it um now they have i don't now they're on access tv um which is accessible to everybody through youtube facebook whatever i did like their that they were on the ufc fight pass because it was very easy to see all of their um their all their previous fights that are still on there all their previous cards but it's good Um, i just thought it was cool that they were in a church I thought that yeah. so, it's so obscure, but I also think that's pretty cool. And is that a normal thing for Invicta to be in the church? Yeah, no, like in I said, they were, they were in the church pretty much throughout COVID. So, like, when it opens back up for fans, they, they won't be in a church. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. No, yeah, yeah they're in an actual venue. That makes sense. Okay. I, that would be cool, though, if they just kept it in the church, did wicked limited seating, um, and you, you just had it like that. That would be awesome. There'd be fans getting blood on them. It'd be cool. Oh, that would be the. I think like that's that would be a, a sick experience. People would pay extra to sit front row to get blood on them. Yeah, um, the co-main last night Saturday was amazing. Carla Esparza getting the second round TKO. She dominated. She's an incredible wrestler. Mm-hmm. She has the most. I don't know if it's just strawweight or women's and women's fighting in general. She has the most takedowns in at least strawweight history. 
Um, she was the first strawweight champion, and it looks like she'll be next in line for a strawweight um, fight against Rose. Oh, my God. She, the other girl was 6-0, I believe, and she made it look like a fool. That's crazy. That's awesome, though. Yeah, it was great. Um, the We're both a fan of Victoria Anthony, wrestler. She was posting about it. I thought it was cool. It's cool when women – everyone – of course, you respect each other, but I love when you see friends and women um, support others on social media. Definitely. Um, the last, the other fight was the uh, cyborg fight. I left in the uh, fourth, the the fourth uh, round. So, it it, it it you text me. It was funny. I'm driving home. I get a text from you. You're like uh, TKO with ten seconds left. I was like. That's so dumb. They wrote it down with nine seconds. It was the um, latest stoppage ever in a cha- in a title fight. Was it needed? Like, was the stoppage? Yes. Needed? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Like the she was the girl wasn't defending herself. She was just getting beat down in the corner. That's tough. I mean, Cyborg is insane. She is nuts. Uh, yeah. Definitely top three best women's fighters of all time, I would like to think. Do who do you think would win versus her and Rousey? I mean, they may have act, they may have fought her, before her. you think she would beat Rousey. Yeah. No, yeah, I think she would beat Rousey for sure. Yeah, have they ever fought they haven't fought before, have they? No. I'd, I'd be curious to see like both of them in their prime. I mean, it still feels like Cyborg is in her prime, um, even though she's been fighting for a while now. Uh She's 35 years old, which is up there for women fighters. But I believe Misha Tate, she's 35, I believe. And she's coming back this year after a few-year hiatus. But Cyborg's still dominant at 35. It's not like she's declining at all. Like, you would expect maybe at this age for her you to see maybe even just a steady decline. That's not there for her. She She goes into that octagon and scraps and dominates just about anybody that comes across her. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like Nunez. It's yep. They're just so much above everybody else. Like Nunez is so much above Cyborg, but in their own respective promotions, like they're so much above everybody else that it's not a fight. They're just like they have to make them fight to like defend their title, but it's not a fight. Do you think Cyborg Rubber Cyborg will ever be back in the no. UFC because of her no. relationship with Dana? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they can somehow make a case about her. I don't know if so, they ex- explain a little bit because I'm not 100 percent like. Versus I don't remember much either. I don't remember much either. I did. Didn't they know. have a falling out or like Dana? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I. I've watched videos on it, but I just know they don't have a good relationship with each other. Well, uh, there was there was the because Dana go, went on Rogan one time. And they were like talking shit about her, like being a man, pretty much. I don't know it if wasn't that, on Rogan. that was on Rogan. I don't think Dana White was on Rogan. Uh, it was on a pod, um, maybe Tim Dillon's podcast. I don't know. I thought it was on Rogan. Um, I don't think so, but I know Rogan had a couple episodes like that, and I swore Dana was on one of those. Well. Joe Rogan is definitely very verbal about Chris Cyborg. He definitely has said multiple times, well, maybe not multiple, but 
about being a dude. Yeah, like he he got beef with Chris Ivor too. Yeah, definitely. That's and, and and like that that obviously her her and Rogan having beef isn't really gonna affect her relationship with Dana. But I, I'm very curious as to what the ins and outs of their falling out is between uh Cyborg and Dana. What what happened with that? Because I, I find that very curious because of how dominant a fighter she is, she'll never be back in the UFC, which is pretty insane to think about, even when her contract's up. Um, so I opened up one article, and it's very long, and I found this one sentence instead. Uh, Cyborg signed her entire career away the moment she decided to join forces with Tito Ortiz, according to Dana White. Uh, I don't really know about that. Um, I think there's just multiple things. Like, they don't like each other. 145 is very weak in UFC right now, so mm-hmm. maybe we'll throw money at her to create another mega fight with her and Nunez. That could happen. Um, Kayla Harrison, I would assume, is going 145 in UFC too because 145 is very weak. Like, you could make fun fights in 25 and 115, and I think they should make an atom weight in UFC. It's not there at the moment. Mm-hmm. There's no real fights to make at 145. The only reason that you would actually tune in to watch Nunez at 145 is to see her get a knockout in the first round. Yeah. Like, you're not watching Mike Tyson to see a competitive fight. You're watching Mike Tyson to see him knock someone's head off. You're hoping for that knockout. Like, that's what you yeah. want to see. Um, what do you want? Are you going to watch anything good tonight? I have the uh, the Billboard Awards on right now. <laughs> AJR, I think they won or were nominated They for Bang. Oh, I don't know. I know they're performing. I one of them. I think they posted on their Instagram. I they they either won or were nominated for Bang. I, I just want to check, make sure we're right. Uh, uh, right before we started this, Doja Cat was performing. Big Doja yeah. Cat fan. Just saying. AJR won a Billboard Award for Top Rock Song with Bang. I mean, Bang's not like a rock, rock. Is rock? It's like pop rock. It's. Uh, that's a tough line. I, I, I'm happy that they won it because I like them, but it, it's that's a tough one to put them in the, under the rock category. No, I'm okay with it. It's pop rock. Like Maroon 5 would be considered rock. They're not the same as Maroon 5, though. Maroon 5, like, AJR doesn't really use – I think of them as more of a, just pop, like pop techno kind of. But it's kind of hard to consider – pop a category sometimes with multiple different genres could be considered pop so it's hard to consider one thing only pop they have to fit in like a different category as well and i guess the closest thing to that would be rock it's like pretty much how the creator's album being put in rap when it's really not it's like yeah tyler the creator all of his music feels more indie than anything like that would be a bigger category a more suiting category for his music yeah Indie isn't a category for Grammys, is it? That's a, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, there should be an indie category. But again, that's such a broad word. It isn't. It isn't. I mean, if you can make the rock category, you can make an indie category. I mean, isn't... Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I think that would be a better fit for a lot of the music that's around today. Like, indie, you could put in... That's bands like... That's like Tame Impala... Uh, M83, people like musicians and groups like that 
fall under that type of like a uh, group love. They fall under, I feel like that indie versus, cause you can make an argument for them to be rock or they fit perfect in an indie category. I think Tyler creator, a lot of his music uh, may, meets that requirement or just that eye test of being an indie category. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's, I feel like rock at the end of the day, isn't it's broad, but you can make an explanation for it. I feel like indie is too broad. Like, I feel like indie is like the, it doesn't fit in these as well. Let's just shove it in here. But like, so you say that, but AJR wins it for rock. I like, I don't consider them rock, but they fall into that rock category. I agree. Which is, that's a broad category as it is. If they're making it in for rock, um, Correct. I, I yeah. don't have a broad, like they, I think would fit more indie or just straight up pop. I mean, it's not very broad for the Grammys though, because Grammys is very pop. Like even like rap many times, it's just popular rappers that are very like, I don't want to say PG, but are okay in the public eye. They just shove them as the winner. Well, yeah, it's nobody like a 21 Savage will win. Exactly. Or a, or a Chief Keef or even like a Kodak or even a Gucci Mane. Like Gucci Mane's out of prison. Um, oh, you're out of your mind. But co- like nobody that's really ever done time like or, or legit time will ever be one of those guys on stage giving a speech. Correct. Which is it's, – it's a shame because – if they have the best song of the year or best album, they should be on there. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you're going to disagree. I mean, I don't disagree, but at the same time, it's like, I understand trying to like save themselves from, I don't know. I don't agree you should save yourself though, just because, just off of like you trying to look better if you're hosting like a something for music and you're picking the best song for said category you you shouldn't be picking like through characters but what act what it actually should be yes for music well it has been for years it's just an event like it's just like for the big names to be i don't know it's it's for the labels it's to push the people that they're already pushing. What I'm saying, what category is this? I'm looking at a Wikipedia. Oh, album of the year. This is album of the year. So album of the year this year was Folklore by Taylor Swift. Um, last year was When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish, which that's a good one. I, I like that. Again, do you really think that – it's hard to say like pound for pound, but for like every album she – has the best musical album probably i'm looking at what was nominated that it was the best out of i think what was nominated but there were okay. better albums that came out that year and i like billy eilish i'm not gonna lie yeah um golden hour one in 19 it beat out beer bongs and bentley's which is crazy the post malone album yeah the black panther soundtrack didn't win that year scorpion by the scorpion album from drake didn't win that's and Dirty Computer, uh, the Janelle Monet album. She's awesome. Uh, 18, 24 Karat Magic, the Bruno Mars album won it. And 444 was up for nomination, the Jay Z and Damn. Yeah, Damn won a lot. Damn won a lot, a lot. 
Yeah, and Awaken My Love, the Gambino album. Um, Damn, Bruno, uh, Kendrick and Bruno, they swept that year. Yeah. Uh, 17, nothing really there. 1989 won uh, the Taylor Swift album one in 16 over to Pimp a Butterfly, which oh, is rapper album of the year. Album. This is just album of the year. Yeah, but I understand when rap doesn't win album of the year. But it, I don't know. It's a better out al- or they're like Traveler by Chris Stapleton. I think is an overall better album. I think the Taylor Swift one just had higher revenue. Maybe, but there it's not a diverse group of people who normally pick these things. So I understand what. <laughs> I, yeah, I know it's it, it's a big flaw because no, they're never picking the correct. I I don't think the best album or a lot of the best albums aren't even nominated a lot of the no years. they like i said they just picked the politically correct answers and i i don't hate that like it's what it's been and it's it's a show like but if, no- but if that's how it's been then you can hate it i think just like just saying like that's how it is and not really wanting to do anything like granted we're not going to change it but i think correct. it could change just because just because we can't do anything about it doesn't mean we can't think it can change in my opinion, the only people who should really care are the actual artists themselves. The, I, like, I, I don't know. I mean, as watching a it. and somebody that'll watch it and somebody that has an opinion on it, I think we should care. I'm watching it as an event. I am watching it for the majority of performances. Like, I'm watching it as a complete show. I really don't care who wins and loses. Again, that's just my taste because I actually, I do care for the film. That's a little different in in my like we went we had a conversation about nomadland about if that should have won or not won um like i watch the grammys or if i if i turn on any other any other of those music um top uh, uh, award shows Mm -hmm. just as an event as a like a spectator in a crowd like i don't care who wins and loses like kanye west has never won an album of the year and he had in oh nine no oh nine he didn't have a nomination oh eight graduation was nominated for album of the year and in where is it i just saw it oh oh six he had late registration oh five college dropout i mean for for one of those oh five genius love company by ray charles wins it and it beats out College Dropout and American Idiot, which is crazy. I'm surprised a, 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 like American Idiot doesn't win that year, at least. It's hard for Kanye to win that when it's his first album. Okay, what about Graduation, though? It gets beat by River the Johnny Letters by Herbie Hancock. And, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> exactly. It, 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 there's bigger names, too, like uh, Echo, Silence, Patient, and Gore. But was he a bigger name in 2006? I don't know who that is, but... Like- oh, wait. Her. This is 08, though, but this is like peak Kanye when graduation is out. College dropout had already come out. Late registration had already come out, and both were already nominated. Yeah, remember that whole uh, that whole publicity thing with him and 50? Like, no, what happened? I've heard about it. What happened? Well, it was just like, I don't want to call it a beef, but it was just a... Was it fake? ...between the two of whose album would do better, pretty much. And it did. That competition definitely... I say competition. They weren't doing anything. It's like two fighters having like a press conference beforehand. Like they were just really marketing their albums, respective albums. Um, I think 
Yeah, I forgot which 50 album it was. What was the one after The Massacre? Is that was called? Uh, 50 was never nominated. No, I know. But I'm just saying in that time period. like Oh, like 08? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, but it definitely helped raise the amount of albums that they both got sold. Um, Ma- yeah, Massacre came out in 05. That's the only one I could think of what it would be. Like, that makes right. sense. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I'm looking at just like the eighties and seeing what won. Um, Toto, Toto, uh, they won, um, Thriller won. I'm surprised Born in the USA didn't win. Um, lost to Lionel Richie. We are the world. I'm surprised that one didn't win. Uh, that one, everyone would get nominated for that song. Yeah. It literally, it says for artists, it doesn't even say like various, it just says USA for Africa because it's, over 40 people like Dan Aykroyd yeah. was of that. like it's crazy yeah um a lot of these albums the artists just name them after themselves like there's Elton John and it says like Elton John then Elton John Tracy Chapman Tracy Chapman uh, very creative. Whitney, and then Whitney Houston it's so weird I, I'm not a very, fan of that. very I feel like a lot of people do that for debut albums like self-titled or yeah it makes sense yeah, didn't Queen do that or no? Probably. I yeah. don't mind it as much with a band. I, I think with like an individual singer, it's more odd. Like uh, the band feels like it makes a little more sense. It's the same thing. Like it, it's, it's their stage name. His name's not actually. Uh, what did you name? Uh, Tracy Chapman. Is that his real name? He's not like a band. Like no, no, Tr- Elton John. That's his real name. Whitney Houston. I don't know. Um, I'm looking, yeah. So you got that tonight. Um, I, I won't watch it. I'll well, I'll watch bits and pieces of it, but I'll I'll just look at all the updates for it tomorrow and see see what we got. It's it's so weird seeing as a fan of Kingdom. Of course, he was Nick Jonas before Kingdom, but yeah. it's cool seeing him like in that kind of show, and then it's such as 180 personality to who he is in like the public eye. You think? I mean, it, it's like, – I haven't seen it, but I know, like, the basis of the show. I mean, it's a crazy role for him to play, especially yeah. when he was, like, a bo- – he was pretty much a boy band sensation. Yeah. Which is nuts, but um, I think I'm going to watch Vision Quest tonight. I go watch that. The wrestling movie? Yeah. There you go. Awesome movie. It Probably the greatest wrestling song of all time, too, with Lunatic Fringe. It, it's Iconic. It's it's an awesome movie. Um, when he he's cutting weight, his nose just starts bleeding wherever he goes. Um, and that when he, but what I hate about the wrestling movies is every time you watch one, a kid that's dominant is always just hitting like fireman's carries and lat drops. That's literally all it is. It's just like the big throws where they're they'll lat drop a guy, they'll come in fireman's carry right to somebody's back and pin them. There and I'm like, this is just so unrealistic it would be every wrestling movie should just be greco everyone just throwing each other exactly it would be like in basketball if a kid was hitting three point shots from 10 feet behind the arc literally every time he'd shoot or in a baseball yeah. movie if they turned a triple play every time for somebody to hit a lat drop that consistently or a fireman's you would need to be be moons better than your competition by a mile I think wrestling movies would be a lot more successful if they did like the fox catcher route and did like a real story. Because half of them are just feel good movies. 
Like they should do a movie on Anthony Robles. Robles. Yeah, like, they should. That'd be great. Or fuck, a new a movie on Saving Stanford Wrestling. Like look, uh Vision Quest is the best, like the closest. Cause like Foxcatcher is a true story. But like other like for actual wrestling movies, Vision Quest does the best job. But it's right. still very cheesy, like with the moves they yeah. I love the movie, but you, you gotta admit my favorite part of Vision Quest is the coach where he's got the singlet with the golf shirt underneath it and the whistle. I, I think that's hilarious. That I love it. That's how coaches used to dress. Do you think Flynn would dress like that if we yes. uh, were if we were wrestling in the eighties? Yes. What do you mean? That would be awesome. I would love to just do it now. Flynn would be the innovator of that. Do you think we could find a singlet that would like a singlet and golf shirt that would like fit him? That's a different story. We might have to like get one specially made. Yeah, custom made for him. Yeah. It it would be five two, but just absolutely it would have to be bulk size for him. Some sized. Yeah, exactly. Um, this week we've got the interview Wednesday with Burrito Mac. Uh, a lot of Vikings talk, a lot of Bachelor talk. So, uh, oh, and talk some fantasy football, fantasy baseball, just a lot of fantasy sports. Uh, so it was great having him on again. Uh, I, like I said, we'll probably have him on before the NFL season starts so we can talk about our hopes and dreams for the Vikings. Then I'll have him on after the season and we'll be, we'll cry about our disappointment from the NFL season, but maybe we'll talk about Viking quest. Have you seen Viking quest? The, what do you mean? Is it an actual show? No, I thought it was for this whole time. No, you didn't Google it. <laughs> no, I just assumed it was an actual Kevin because they talked about him being in platoon in the show. Well, yeah. I mean, they had like fake scene. Wrap it up. No, 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 no. They talk about platoon, so I just automatically assumed he he was actually in a series called Viking Quest. No, Viking Quest is not real. That's kind of disappointing. I mean, I like it more. Like it was, I don't know. I wish there was just like one season of it, and it was like really bad. They were going to do a real life movie, I think, on Queens Boulevard. That would be awesome. I, if, yeah. I, if, if you were to see one of his movies, would that be your choice? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm Medellin looked the, terrible. Uh, Medellin. It looked awful. What, Medellin? Yeah. Look, that's exactly why. It looks funny. It looks so Aqu- bad. Like, Aquaman, we've seen it before. Like, you've seen a superhero movie before. No, we, we've seen Aquaman. And it was terrible. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. So uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at my parents' office. Like us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, tap the bell so you get notifications when we post an interview or a wrestling roundup. Um, other than that, oh, give us a five star review on Apple. Um, write us a nice little review. That would be cool. Uh, yeah. So even if you don't, people. even if you don't like us, yeah, just just just. All you gotta do is swipe it to five stars. Don't even write a review if you don't want to. But yeah, no. Just help us out. We got twelve. Even if you don't like us, pretend five is the worst. Yes. Um. Let's get. I want to try to get to like maybe twenty review, twenty uh, ratings on it. Um. By like the end of the month, that would be cool. 
post that up on Instagram so we can get that. I don't know if you can you rate on Spotify. No idea. I know you can do it on Apple. That's the only one I can think of. I don't think you can on Anchor, but yeah, um, this is a long wrap up. So uh, stay tuned for the episode we got this week. Thanks, guys. Trying to be the apple of your eye, real shit, baby. Got me stressed on vacation, no escaping, playing with my head in my heart. She was.